Here's Johnny. <laughs> Welcome to my world, bitch. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho <laughs> And when you're down here with me, you float down. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Friday the 14th Podcast. I am V4K, bad guy. All right, all right. I am Juan, and uh, I'm excited, man. Another Wednesday, another horror movie. Another horror movie? This was your choice, my man. It was my choice. The original, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm excited to dig into it a little bit with you. Um... How you been though? It's been been a good week. Did you have a happy Halloween? Happy Halloween. Um, I really love the holiday, but I didn't do shit. <laughs> was uh, stayed home all day. Did you feel defeated knowing that it was the uh, that it was it? The end of the season of the bad guy. Yeah, that the you know Halloween spooky season is over, and but you know the good thing about it though is, you know, Wednesdays we get to talk. Horror movies on Friday the fourteenth. So it should be it should be pretty fun. I'm, I'm excited for this episode. Uh, it's gonna be a unique episode with you know mentioning the a top five to this uh to this episode. Um, I didn't get through all of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, but uh, I did uh I did a little recap of just some reading and some watching. So should be pretty fun. Should uh, got our our usual. I could have sworn that TTCM was showing a movie called Friday. Friday, what? Got fingered. What's <laughs> up? So, how to be? It's a funny movie. Taiwan. Daddy, would you like some sausage? sausage. Tom Green. Remember, he used the, to have his own uh, late night show on MTV. I don't know. The if Tom I, Green show. Yeah. Oh, so you you know it? Good. I'm not. I'm not an old. I know master. of it, but I never never seen it actually. So I am the old bastard that remembers did. Tom Green. Okay, uh, um, I I know Tom Green, but <laughs> Tom that show is just before. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, you know, I'm sure we both have the uh, the nice glossy, glossy Blu- Blu-ray steelbook of the Texas Chainsaw. I think Massacre. my my looks fine. Look oh, glossier. Yeah. The uh, the one thousandth person that watches this on YouTube is gonna get a. Not a free copy. Go buy your own fucking movie. Oh shit! I'm not, I'm not giving away none of my. I'm not giving away my hard copies. So, but it is a pretty cheap Blu-ray, though. I think if it's if you guys can find it out there, I think I got mine for like nine ninety nine. Around that price range. Yeah, it's a little generic on the inside. They didn't clean it up at all. It's still a Blu-ray. There's still a lot of film grain in it, but it's pretty fun to have. There's a 4K edition out there. Is it like a Germany copy? Uh, yeah, at least so. Little sons of bitches. But they had like a, that's a still book, and then there's like alternate uh slip cases or covers, whatever. Uh-huh. There's one that was like, kind of like a painting that uh or that like um the second one just came out on on 4K by uh Vinegar Sigil. Circum circumcision what? Circumcision. What? <laughs> Vinegar Sigil. You heard you that? Uh... Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> They put out some nice physical media. Nice, nice. Yeah, you can kind of see it in the background, but my nice little Indiana Jones 
uh, five film steelbook copy set back there. It's a it's a pretty nice uh, little set. But um, man, this is a this is a fun episode. I think this is gonna get a uh, some uh, some good convos going. Uh, if you guys are watching us for the first time or listening to us, um, you guys have reviewed some Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies before in the past. Uh, just a few weeks ago, we did Texas Chainsaw Next Generation. Earlier this year, we did uh, the 2022 version of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You guys did the beginning, right? Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning? No. We did oh, uh, the 2003 03. version. Yeah. Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale and Arlie mm. Ermy. Mm. And a guy from yeah. Ryan. But yeah, this is a this will be a fun little uh, fun little episode. Um so I feel like it's been forever since we've talked to you, but we just talked to you uh, I just talked to you on Monday when we uh talked about Halloween four. Return of Mike Myers. Yeah, and that fucking library. That library, yeah. So. Is, that, is that one of your? You haven't got that sponsor yet? Not yet, man. I don't know how they'd be able to sponsor us with. They they just give everything away for free. So <laughs> they do a free giveaway. Yeah. You're already getting shit free. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it should be uh should be fun. Um. But oh, what did I do? I'm sorry. What, what are you doing, I, man? I did I did the wrong fucking thing. Oh no! I said my <laughs> Um. I'm super excited to uh, talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, but I think um, you want to rank them. Rank them. Yeah. Do you want to rank the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies one through five, or we'll go from five and go to one? Go to one. Go to one. Sounds. Does it sound tight? People still use that word today. Tight. Never heard anyone use tight in a while besides referring to something that's in your behind. You've never wow man. I not not recently. Not recently. No, no one talks like that. No one talks <laughs> besides um, a tight tight puddle, but <laughs> Okay. Uh well I'm I'll go ahead and uh kinda go through mine. Uh I, I, I went ahead and ranked all of them, even though there's more than five. Um, so I'm going to start off with my two favorite least. I got an honorable mention, and then we'll start with number five. Um, the one that has just got awful to me, it's, uh, it's the dog shit version, is the 2022 version. The 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. In my opinion, that's the worst of worst out of all of them. Um, and then right behind that one is going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D from 2013. So those are my worst of the worst Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. And then my two honorable mentions is going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Leatherface, uh, and then Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. So those are my honorable mentions. What about you? Do you have any that you completely just hate or any honorable mentions? Uh, hates... It's just, it's just such a strong word, uh, hates. <laughs> it's really not. Uh, dislike. I think for a long while, I I, I really didn't like the Leatherface prequel that came out. What was it 2017? Uh, yeah. 
2017. Yeah, just because that one didn't really feel like a Texas Chainsaw Master movie at all. Um, as far as honorable mentions, <sighs> kind of pains me to put it there. I mean, it should it should be top five, but uh... next generation. <laughs> next generation. All right. All Just because right, Matthew right. McConaughey is in it and he made it a fun watch. Well, since you brought that up, I guess we'll start. My number five is going to be Next Generation um, for that simple fact. Matthew McConaughey just killing it and making it seem uh, more cartoonish and outlandish than it probably should have been in a movie that's probably not honestly very good at all. But I think his performance made it fun and uh, a pretty good watch that time. So that's my number five is Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation from 1995. What about you? Noodle Cinco, uh, in fact, that you, you said it was complete dog shit. <laughs> but I, for, I thought that was a pretty decent movie. Um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Netflix 2022. The story was pretty pretty trash, but uh, I did enjoy how Leatherface kills were. Um, yeah, it's not really much to say about that movie, but I, just, I mean... It's been out for a while, so I don't know if it's really a spoiler, but the ending is still one of the, the cooler endings of the uh, this franchise. Or he, he has a freaking sister's head. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty fun. Um, yeah, that is, that is pretty good. Um, you mentioned this one already, too, but number four for me is going to be Leatherface from 2017 when you get to see uh, Little Baby Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, as like a preteen or teenager. But I think that's why I did kind of like it. I know it doesn't feel like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie at all. But to me, it did feel like a unique horror movie. Um, and I thought some of the kills were pretty good. So for that reason, for it being different from all the rest, um, I'm going to just put it right there and stick it in at number four. You stuck it right in. Number yeah. four, Halloween ends. What the hell? <laughs> different franchise? <laughs> what? Um, what's, what's number four for you? Number four. Um I'm going with the TCM Part 2. Part 2. Part 2. Part 2. Not a bad sequel, but for some reason it kind of does get a little shit. It kind of gets a little flack sometimes. But I don't, I, yeah, I, I personally don't think it's that bad. Um, Apparently, originally, that's how the first one was intended to be. It was supposed to be like a, a, a comedic tone, but of course you see the outcome. It's not comedic really so much. Number 3 for me is going to be... Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning um, with Jordana Brewster. Um, and I think mostly I'm just going to give it that that high of a spot because uh, you get more of the prequel story from the 2003 film. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning from 06 to me is a is a pretty fun prequel. And I like that they were able to keep a lot of the, you know, people who played in that first 2003 film kind of intact, like the main people. So um, the kills are great. It feels like it feels dirty. It feels, you know, grunchy and just something that you probably are. There are some scenes that's a little uncomfortable. So it's what a a decent horror movie is supposed to do. So number three for me is uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. At number three for me, I'm right there with you. Yeah. The prequel. Um, I love how they bring the the cast from the old three version. So I mean, it's 
you have give them a hand for that. Um, this one's more a little bit more gruesome than the old three version. Oh man, it's it's just a pretty good movie. Um, I don't know, it's maybe just nostalgic. <laughs> well, I if I can even use that word, <laughs> but yeah, this was one of those movies that I enjoyed watching the the two thousands early two thousands era. Um, and these last two are pretty hard for me to like put one in front of the other. Uh, but I think I'm going to have to go. Number two is going to be, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 version with Jessica Biel for number two for me. Um, and I don't want to say too much because it'll give away some, some of my thoughts on number one and this, the, the, the film we're talking about. So I'll just leave it at that. Number two for me is the movie we're reviewing today. Yes, right. and I think I think I know why, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun conversation. So number one for me is the movie we are doing today, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, nineteen seventy four. I wanted you to kind of give me your thoughts on 03, but I think we're gonna use that conversation to dig into the seventy four version too. So I, I mean that's why I kind of left mine a little short and sweet too. So, um, but by all means, start us off. Your number one is. It was my honorable mention. I was what the fuck. Um, 03 is the number one spot for me. Um, I like that though. That was the first one I've actually dived into, so I give that one the credit. That got me into the the character itself. I like your explanation of that because that's that's why number one is number one for me because the original text Chainsaw Massacre to me was like the same, like this is the first kind of one of the first horror movies I've seen, and this is the movie that like led me into who and what Leatherface is. So uh, it sounds like it's the same for you for 03. So it feels like I'm by all means I'm not that old to watch 74 in theaters. <laughs> uh, I didn't watch I didn't watch the 74 hmm. version until like the late nineties, but that's the same for me. Like this, you know, it feels like that nostalgia kind of Friday night, late night blockbuster rental bag of popcorn. So, um, man, I think that was a fun list. That was a fun top five and a fun, uh, conversation. So let's, let's dig in to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, fuller, spoiler free snaps. Um, yeah, so five friends head out to rural Texas to visit the grave of a grandfather. On the way, they stumble across what appears to be a desert, deserted house, only to discover something sinister within, something armed with a chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, had a release date of October 1st, 1974, um, starring Marilyn Burns, Edwin Neal, uh, Paul Parton, William Vale, and uh, you have the uh, late great Gunnar Hansen playing Leatherface. And then this was directed by Toby Hooper. Um, this movie has a lot of good praise, honestly. Uh, IMDb has it at 7.4. Rotten Tomatoes scores it at 88%. Meta scores 78. And then uh, Google's like at 87. So, um, you know, I always compare budget to box office. And this movie only had a $140,000 budget. Um, but so far, it's grossed over $31 million. So, um, 
I think this will be a fun conversation. Um, but you know, talking talking to you about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, man, and like you said, spoiler warning. So this movie is available on. Uh, I think you can watch it for free on Tubi, right? Tubi, um, free, free V, VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, yeah, any rental services, whatever. Yeah. So there's I haven't had too many movies, but this is one of the few movies that I've had on VHS, DVD, Blu-ray. And I'm sure one, yeah, hold on a second there. <laughs> I'm I'm sure once this gets a, a a grand national 4K release, I'm sure I'll pick that up too. Um but you know what, man? I didn't have any issues again watching this movie, but the first 30 minutes I just kind of forgot how slow it was. The slow buildup. Slow, slow buildup. And I don't know. I, I, I like it because it's eerie and there's good wide shots and it's leading you. It's leading you into what's about to happen. And first off, the very, very beginning is amazing with the news reporter or the, you know, whoever it is talking about the five friends. You know, these are the events of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the camera light bulb in the background very very spooky that's what always got me um but man 30 minutes that little camera uh sound effect that yeah the which we're about to see is uh, <laughs> that that sexy ass voice i don't know so, that's that body skeleton on that is hanging. this the is this the first time watching a while or how long has it been since you got to check it out um i believe i watched this last year i think might have been two years ago, but same. Not not too many, not a whole big old gap. Same. Not a, not a huge big gap for me. I probably could have talked about the movie without watching it again today, but I watched it again anyway. Um, still, not a the thirty minutes just kind of got me. Um, <laughs> but before we dig any deeper into the movie, is it time for our machete rating? Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. <laughs> oh, we're going back to Spider-Man Snaps. Um, rating. Your your pick. You go first. My pick. My first. Um, I don't think I've ever given a full girthy sized rating, so I'm going to do it with this one. Uh, I think I'm going to give this one five stars. Five. Danny Trejo's. Yeah. Five. Cinco. Five time. Five time. Booker T over here. Five. Yeah. Five. Five Danny Trejo's. First time ever. Right here. Friday the 14th. I've done it. Mark it on your calendars. Mark it on the calendars. <laughs> For me. Um... Be honest. Let's hear Be it. honest. Oh, man. I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a five. Ah. I was always saying, you know, you should, you could have said what you originally really wanted to. A two, imagine <laughs> way down. You won't get that much hate mail, no. Mm. But no, um, we we can we can dig into it, man. Like we were about to, I think you know, leading into it, it's 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 a slow build up. 
but we've talked about it before on certain horror movies we really enjoyed, like Saint Maud and some other ones off the top of my head. It's 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 slow, but I think it's just necessary. It's a necessary slow because of how how the buildup is compared. Like, I mean, you can talk about how some of the scenes aren't needed. Like, do we really need Franklin pissing in a tin can? Do do we really need Franklin falling down, rolling down, and you know that that just that whole kind of cheesiness opening? I was going to ask you, um, does the opening scene after the reporter talking with Franklin with pissing in a tin can, rolling down the hill, does that age well, or were you kind of like, why am I watching this? And I mean, we're not hating on the movie. We both gave it five fucking stars for goodness' sake. We're just. <laughs> We're just giving our thoughts on the opening scene. To me, I was kind of like, I probably could have lived without this scene and just opened up with something different with them in the van already. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're, the tone you're starting off with, that whole intro going on, it's real creepy. And, and then <laughs> it's for that, uh, it's throwing some little comedic. Um, you could probably, yeah, you can just, it's, it's, it's pretty silly to have that scene in there. <laughs> or even just that character in general, really. <laughs> that did kind of puzzle me. I don't know if it's because you want to see you want more sympathy for the group of characters, which I think is what they were going for. Um, or are, is the director just fucked up enough to where like let's pick poke fun at a handicapped, mentally sane, you know, <laughs> mentally challenged person. I would like to think that they used that scene and that character for, you know, sympathy. I'm pretty sure that's what they were going for. Um, but to me, I didn't feel any kind of sympathy for that character. What about you? Careless. <laughs> we're just all messed up. Yeah. Um, Same. Yeah. I mean, I, he was, just, as soon as you see him, you think uh, he's just going to slow the group down. He's a, he's, it's a liability. <laughs> yeah. Um, so going past that scene, you know, you, you get to the mention of, uh, they pick up now the hitchhiker, which we don't know it at the time. If you're watching this movie for the first time ever. Um, but he's, he's a member of the family. So they pick up the, the hitchhiker, which I think is a, it's a creepy scene. Um, you know, they talk about the head cheese and killing the cow with the the, the sledgehammer, doing the old Triple H on the sledgehammer <laughs> um, compared to the airsoft gun. Um, which, if you guys do not know what an airsoft gun is, I, I would highly recommend Googling it. Or it's also the weapon used in uh, No Country for Old Men. If you haven't seen that movie, go check it out. Um, what do you think? Hitchhiker scene? cutting himself you owe me two dollars for that fucking picture nah. like <laughs> i enjoy, i enjoy that scene now that now that scene fits in like if we started off with that instead of uh the, the pissing in the can part yeah just um because that's a, how the the remake uh regularly it starts off kind of that way except it's the girl getting in but yeah so how that plays out i mean she's it's the victim <laughs> trying to escape. And, and let me get this straight. Let, let me let me do this for everybody watching as well. And I'm pretty sure it's the same for you. If we were reviewing Texas Chainsaw Massacre 03, which you guys have already done, so I'm going to go ahead and give my 
machete rating on that one, so it's not like we're going to do a double take. <laughs> I would probably give that one a five as well. So that would be, I mean, I would probably give the 03 version a five. So those, I think those are two top-notch Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Now you so ask I, me, I can't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm pretty sure you'd give it a five as well, right? You liked it that much. Just go think, go, watch, go watch it after this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think my first initial review, I think I gave it a lower. I, I don't know because I, I I feel like I wanted to be fair. I didn't want to just give it like a a bias rating. So, but staying a bias conversation, I do really enjoy that movie a whole lot. I mean. It's my number one in his ranking list. The, on, the only thing I could probably live without that movie with is the Jedediah ending. Where Jessica Biel tries to save the little fucking redneck Hills Have Eyes kid. He was your favorite character in the way. Just... He was not. No? <laughs> That's the reason why you wanted to review The Ring with me. Yeah. He didn't have a choice. He didn't have <laughs> a choice. Jedediah. Um, but you know what? After After they let the hitchhiker go... Honestly, it's still probably another 15 minutes of just the teenagers walking around. Um, they're going to look for their grandpa's house. Uh, she finds the house. They go through the house. And then that's where you get uh, some weird stuff starts happening. They, they go to this other house, which they stumble upon. Um, and they see all these abandoned cars. And then you finally get Kirk and Pam... They're the ones who go to the house, and you know I think it's pretty weird. They knock on the door, a tooth falls down, and they're like, "Hmm, a tooth. Let's go inside and investigate." Looks safe. Yeah, <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> There's grandpa? only one Grandpa I know there. <laughs> he looks half looks the way he did. <laughs> yeah, he needed some uh, some lotion. Puts the lotion on his skin. Yeah. Some vitamin, some vitamin D. Um, but you, you, I mean, it takes thirty-five minutes into the film, but you finally get the first death. What did you think of Kirk's death? Which I thought, the, to me, was the most bone-chilling death because of just how real it really looked. He gets this old sledgehammer to the head, and he starts doing the fucking Devon Dudley shake. Oh, and uh, was that on the other face also? Yeah. That shot is incredible. Yeah. Because really it's all just nothing there uh, in the in the area, and then I don't know, it just pops up. There's like yeah. no music attached to it, so it's just it's okay. a raw. Um, no, I'm, I'm, glad I, I'm glad you brought that up because that's in my notes. What did you think of how most of the movie had hardly any kind of score? Like in some movies, that probably wouldn't work, but in this movie – it feels like you're watching something maybe that you shouldn't like an actual like documentary like a, doc- type, like a documentary but... yeah which i know i know that's what they were going for um but yeah like there like i said I, I just wanted to bring that up to you because in some movies it can be kind of you know thumb th- thumb playing with your thumbs and just waiting for the movie to go and hurry up and pass but i thought it was a good a oh, good man. way to have the movie going yeah, I mean, just wake pops up and it's, it's real shilling. Yeah, just whacks at him and then does a little double tap or maybe three times. Yeah, he fucking shakes, and then he just hauls him to the back. Yeah, and then it's like that slam. 
Yeah. Very, very good shot. Um, and throughout the whole movie, you get a lot of like, I think there's a lot of tremendous wide shots of just, you know, somebody screaming in the corner. Like in the next scene, you got Pam's death. So she's screaming, getting ready to, you know, die. But in the same shot, you have wide shots of the house of bones hanging out, um, things that shouldn't probably be there that's freaking her out. And then she's over in the bottom corner just screaming on your TV screen. And it's just like, man, there's just wide shots like that for these movies that are like in the 70s are just like some stuff they don't even do today. So I, I was like, even though I was kind of bored the first 30 minutes, like thinking about that kind of stuff and watching it as it goes, you're like, it's pretty good. That's why this movie is what it is. You know, this is this movie was inspired, uh, not for its characters or anything like that, but from a Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead, and then uh, the old. Uh, I think Toby Hooper read a book about Ed Gein too, and inspired him to you know put some of that shit that he read on screen about you know oh a serial killer who wears its victims' skins or uses his victims' bones as like furniture and shit. So. Pretty creepy, you know, pretty pretty creepy facts behind the movie. Just um, skin, Steven. Yeah, it's just just skin. Just skin. Oh, Billy. <laughs> that's another good that's another good movie, by the way. Um What'd you think of Pam's death though? How she gets hung on the hanger? Uh, hung on the hook. <sighs> and then she ultimately gets stuffed, probably. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, could... No, not stuff like that. She gets stuff like in the cooler, doesn't she? Like in the refrigerator? <laughs> not like that. Oh, that's a deleted scene. Um, not like that. Excuse me? <laughs> no, but she, she gets put in that cooler. That, that, was, that was pretty cool. Whenever he opened it up. Hey, what are you doing in there? I'm just trying to keep cool, man. Yeah. Um... Jerry's death was okay. What do you think of Jerry's death? The guy with glasses. He kind of, he kind of had the he had the he had the high pitched scream like he sounded like he was a girl, <laughs> and Leatherface just like kind of chopped him down too. With the uh, with the with the hammer. For my sure. favorite my favorite death though I don't know we can talk about favorite death what about you. My favorite death was Franklin's death, the guy in the wheelchair. Is that I know it's probably fucked up, but uh, I enjoyed the nighttime death of uh, Leatherface chasing and you know getting him while he's in the wheelchair. It's pretty like Leatherface. He don't give a fuck if you're handicapped, if you're not, like you're getting it. He didn't care. He's <laughs> like, come on, man, you wouldn't you wouldn't hit a guy with a. And it's bullshit. You wouldn't yes, have to so would. glasses, would you? Like, would you? Apparently. Yeah, all Apparently. that was uh was cool. Just a nighttime chase. Yeah, it was a pretty cool nighttime chase. Um so I, I, I wrote it down, but we brought up I, I brought up uh, the detailed background imagery of uh 
just like I said, those wide shots and certain items in the background of almost every other scene. Um, what do you think of uh, Sally when she gets back to the uh, earlier in the movie? They you have the gas station scene where they're at the barbecue station. This time she goes back at night. She's thinking she's going to try to get saved by the local commutes, by local business. And uh, she finds out, nope, he's in on it too. Uh, the she guy who owns the barbecue. Yeah, the chef. Um, what'd you think? Do you like the scene? I seen it. It's the scene that they try to do it anyway. <laughs> um, it's just a nice little a fake out stakeout. I could, I could just imagine watching this movie on the big screen, not knowing what was going to happen. Like I, I think that'd be a pretty cool, just a pretty cool layout. I, I've never seen this movie on a big, bigger, bigger screen, but I think it would be pretty cool to still see in a theater settings. Um. So the cook or the chef, you know, he uh gets a broom and he doesn't really hit her hard but he just kind of like plays with her with a broom you know and uh, little like taps yeah just tap it in um so pretty eerie um he's jim jim sadow plays the old man um which i believe he's also in number two right yeah he's in the second one yeah, repraises his role. So everyone, uh, no, 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 wasn't good. Uh, Hanson. Gun, yeah, Gunnar Hansen's not in the second one, but Edwin Neal is the hitchhiker, right? No, another crazy man is because he died in this one. Yeah, he dies in there, but uh, in part two, his his body, his cor- <laughs> corpse gets <laughs> uh, Bill Mosley shot, uh, shot top. I think he's the one just carrying it around. Yeah. So, like, in that way, it's like, it doesn't really say how um, he's part of family or how he got into it. <laughs> just missing in action. I get, yeah, I guess same same thing. I guess you could say the same for Wilbur in Next Generation. Just a bunch have, of random family. Yeah. Have you ever seen number three, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Leatherface, with Vigo Mortensen? Uh, no. I not no. seen. I didn't see Parker. That's um. That it was on not... Tubi, but uh, it was already it was about to expire, so I didn't get a chance to watch it. I've only seen it twice, um, and that's why I had it in my my honorable mentions. But from what I remember, it wasn't it wasn't like terrible. Ken Forey comes on there, right? Ken Forey. Yeah, and Vigo Mortensen. So it was pretty cool seeing Vigo Mortensen in a horror movie, or a slasher, I guess. Um. Once you get to an hour and 10 minutes, though, this movie, like, just flies by. Like, the whole hour and 10 minutes is, like, almost like a cat, you know, a cat and mouse game. Uh, but once they're at the dinner table scene and they bring Grandpa down and Grandpa, they're, you know, the hitchhiker's like, Grandpa, get in on him. Get in on her. He was good. You, you said he was fucking good. You good at killing. It's the best. The best. Ah, ah. Um, get him, Grandpa. Yeah, uh, I never to this day wondered why they made him look the way he did. Was it just because they didn't have a ninety-year-old on set? They didn't want to cast a real ninety-year-old, 
or were they like, hey, let's just use this guy um, and make him look super, super old, played by John Duggan, which repraises his role in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. He plays the exact same grandpa, so they, they put the makeup back on him. But uh, but yeah, man, I uh, I didn't know, you know, why they ever made him look like that. Did you ever see or hear why they made him look the way he did? Was it just to be creepy? Probably, probably just creepy. I mean, this guy looks uh, he looks pretty much dead. Like, how's this how's this guy alive? I will say, Gunnar Hansen, until you get to the 2003 remake, is probably the best. Texas Chainsaw Massacre body like character that you've probably ever I've, I've ever seen I think he he looks in the makeup he looks better than any other Texas any other Leatherface probably than other than the 03 version my thoughts what about you did you like the way Gunnar Hansen looked in this classic Texas Chainsaw Massacre besides the when he put the, the grandma face or wig face on did you? You didn't like the wig face. <laughs> not, um, not the grandma I, variant, but the uh, the the first one you seen, and uh, when he puts on the the suit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. I like I like the original face that he has in the beginning, the Pam face, because that's Pam's face, right? That he supposedly pulls off and takes. I think that was Pam's face that he wore at the end. I'm not sure. Um. What'd you think of the escape and, uh, you know, Sally escapes, the hitchhiker gets ran over <laughs> by oh, the, uh, uh, again, it's 1974, but once he gets hit and you see the truck run over, it looks like they ran over a scarecrow from the Wizard of Oz. Does a scarecrow from Pearl. From Pearl, yeah. Um, Which, it, like, if I was shooting this movie, I think it would have been cool just to see the sh the shot that he gets hit by I don't think you necessarily have to see him getting ran over by the tires <laughs> I, don't know. If, I mean if the budget if, sure. if, the, if the budget was only one hundred thirty thousand dollars like I I don't I would have left that out leave it to the imagination yeah that was a cool uh, uh moment I mean I had to just like the crazy dinner table thing going on there um her just jumping out of the, the window. <sighs> Running and then a freaking hitchhiker over here is just, he's a fast runner, but I don't know why he decided to just be <laughs> all cuckoo over here, just running side to side. I think he's like, Oh, I can catch you if I want to. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And he was like, He'll just like slash, slash uh, her back. But it, it's kind of weird that he just stood there in front of the truck and said, Just keep away. It's like, Oh, well, if I die, I die. <laughs> If he dies, he dies. Pretty much. Um, I did like the scene where the trucker gets out and they do the little, you know, duck, duck, goose thing around the, the, the semi. But I liked how the truck driver picked something up and threw it at him, threw it at Leatherface. Like a wrench? Yeah. And then the uh, Leatherface falls and the, <laughs> chains the chainsaw cuts his leg. He's oh, shit. My God. I think it would have been funny if they wrote in like a line, like you never hear Leatherface talk, but I think it would have been funny to hear just a fuck, 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 
<laughs> wonder why the driver didn't just drive off. <laughs> what do you like? It's not like he uh, uh, cut open like the the wheels or anything on the tires. Yeah, I was, like he was I just was, going on the door. I was watching this movie with somebody for, uh, who this was their first time watching it, and that's what she said. She was like, "Why didn't he just get back in the car and take off?" And I'm like, "Yeah, probably." It was like, "Oh hell, no! You're gonna do it." The, the I think it's, uh, it's referred to as the Black Maria, the truck. Because um, yeah. it's yeah. in the script, that's why. It's in the scripts. Say Because it. it's I, such good shit. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do? You want to be here? We want to go <laughs> Go fight? You either die the hero or you live long you live enough, long to, enough see to see yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Called the villain, yep. But I, 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 I says to her, I'm like, that trucker didn't make it anyway. He's like, he had the, uh, he's like, running before he, before he used, he was going to use a wrench. He was already running like alongside Sally and he, he was, when he throws it. <laughs> so <laughs> knocks out leather face. He got him. Got him. Cuts his own leg. And then, uh, he sells it for a little bit, but then he gets back up like, oh, at least he's, nah, sold. at least he's sold. He sold, he sold it for a bit. Yeah. He's like, Nah, man. <laughs> yeah, he's not like these young dumbass kids like Johnny Gargano that don't fucking sell shit. Oh, <laughs> wrong podcast. I'm sorry. You leave Johnny Wrestling out of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, you know, when he cut his leg, I was like, I really want a sloppy Joe right now. That made me want a sloppy Joe. Real, huh? real meaty. Yeah, I don't know about you. Do you think about Arby's? We got the meats. They had the roast beef sandwich. Mm. Did you eat anything while you were watching this? Uh, I did, honestly. Um, I was eating a, a nice little supper. Had some uh, some seasoned salsa pork and some potatoes, green onion in there. Yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. What are you? you, you were you uh, were you watching eating anything meaty? I guess. Oh, well, you know? not so much meaty. But I had some uh, some fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some fish, fish. Um, um what is it? It's, it's Gordon's. Gordon's. I believe that's brand. Right. Some fish sticks. Well, fish sticks. Little, Crit, little air, little... What the hell are they called? <laughs> I don't know what the hell. Little air fry action with some tartar sauce. I don't got no air fryers. Got oh, fryers man. Not living the luxury life. <laughs> I said to you, it's easy oven. Hey, you know what? Like just, you, know, you know what happens in a few weeks? Come on. Black motherfucking Friday, sir. Black Friday. In a few oh, weeks. I got I got my air fryer for like twenty bucks last year on Black Friday, just saying. I was like, where are you going with that? <laughs> this Black Friday's coming up. Uh <laughs> oh, you know that—that's another good thing. I haven't bought movies in like three months, so maybe they're going to be some seven-dollar ones at, at, on Black Friday. Maybe I can just get on mine there. Uh. Sorry, that's, all, that's not another show. <laughs> I, I got a little too excited about Black there's Friday. No, there's the one guys moment. <laughs> um. So Sally survives. She gets in the back of a truck. They escape. They have a hard time starting it, but they start it again and they leave. She, you know, has screaming profusely. 
she keeps streaming. Um, looks crazy while she's doing it. She's kind of smiling, I think, but she's just so scared, but she's happy she's getting away. And then Leatherface does his chainsaw dance, his one-on-one. Yeah. It's like, what? (laughs) It really uh, really, really was not saying that leg injury after that. Well, the adrenaline adrenaline (laughs) kicked in, and his his enter Johnny Gargano kicked in. He was like, I don't need to sell shit. So... You know, he he did his his chainsaw dance, and then the movie ends. It's a it's a, it's a beautiful happy ending. Which I gotta say, if I'm correct, there is no score again at the end, just the sound of her screaming in the chainsaw. So I, I I enjoyed that. It was pretty creepy. What about you? Do you like the ending, the classic dancing with the chainsaw? As a... Turn around every yeah, now and. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's the song I thought of when he was dancing with the chainsaw. And I need you more. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> turn around. He was. He was getting it. Dancing that away. <laughs> I, um, because yeah, I that the truck, the guy in the truck just comes out of nowhere, like, and he sees a uh, he sees Sally like all I think she's covered in blood or whatever. Yeah, and I was like. It looks like he's look. He wants. He's debating like he should not stop. He wants to keep going, but he's like, "Oh, I don't want to be a dick." So I'll just, I'll, I'll let her get on. I wonder why at the moment when he's like, "Is she getting on?" And then he sees, uh, he's always seeing Leatherface. <laughs> so like, what the hell is this? Just a big ass dude with the chainsaw and he's wearing skin on his face. Yeah, but he, like he, Leatherface was like so close to that truck, and like she was barely even getting in the back of the, the truck. <laughs> I wonder if like when they're shooting at like oh I know you're I know you're very close to her, but don't attack her. Probably. <laughs> like could you like, like at least there actually being a, a a gap there. They're like this is how I picture it. This is my directing mind. I need you to Yeah. You're close by, but don't <laughs> just so just sell more of that leg injury. But speaking of the ending, I mean, I enjoyed the ending. You said you kind of enjoyed the ending. If you got a chance to change the ending, how would you have ended it? Or do you want me to go first? This was my pick. Oh, you son of a... <laughs> I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, if I had to change anything about the ending, I think I would have gotten one more kill in there, maybe. I would have had, text- I would have had Leatherface kill the truck driver. And then... I, I like leaving Leatherface alive, obviously, because they're like, hey, just in case, a sequel. But I wouldn't have minded seeing him kill the truck driver and then maybe slash the tire of the truck before they leave, just to have in the back of your mind, did she really get away? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> other, other than just that small tweak, I would have left everything the same. What about you? Um, well, I mean, the, the say the cook was still alive, cook of course, that's why you see him part two. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any like there was any vehicles. I don't know. Well, what I'm going with is that what if the, the cook was in that truck instead of the just a random guy? 
yeah. And when she's like, she's like, I don't know. She's too focused on trying to get away. And then when they, they turn back, they, when the cook turns back, and so you see his face, like, just smiling. Oh, okay, yeah, I see. Something like that. Kind of like an Undertaker. I'm in the front seat ending. Teddy Long's in the back. Yeah! What do you think you're going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. what does it say? Hello, Teddy. Hello, Teddy. <laughs> hey, Hello. Hello. You're going one-on-one with the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a good that's a good ending. Cause like tag team match, you know, you still would be like, does she survive or does she not? Find out next week on Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Part Two. Yeah, that's a good ending. But they don't, of course, in the sequel they don't they don't pick up with Sally at all. Um, Which is fine. I okay. think that that random person at the end of Next Generation also be Sally. When she's being strolled away from that, that that stretch or whatever it was. Oh, you think? Uh, well, I mean, in the the credit scene, it says like, I don't know, mysterious, mysterious or random person. Mm. But it probably would have. That's probably if not, then uh, or you got twenty two, or you got to watch part three before next generation. Hmm. Weapons in part three. You got to watch it. I'm just teasing you. I don't know. Well, uh, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> but you got to. <laughs> you have to. I watch it. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, they did just took it off of Tubi, so I don't really know where they, they plan on putting on another streaming service. Yeah. Or I can just buy the movie, huh? <laughs> you could. Patrick um, Wilson of the film. Patrick Wilson film. I was thinking just for fun, uh, just throw in the 2003 ending as well, because um, that ends out kind of similar to them. But you have Arlie, Arlie and Ermie, and Jessica Bill's character runs them over. Oh yeah, that's true. I was like, I can't remember how I, I direction I went with that, like how I would have ended that. I would have ended it with I would have ended it with him not getting ran over. <laughs> just just so you can still play with the mind, like you know, is he coming back? Are they going to do another one after this? But they don't. And he he was such a good actor, and that character was so good. I think that it would have been okay to like leave it blank. Like I don't think he needed to be in that ending shot. That's just my view on it. Yeah, I think I think what I threw in there. I was like, oh, I would have cut other faces of the arm, <laughs> not even kill him at all. Just yeah. let him with no armless. And I joked around that someone would come and patch him up with like, uh, meat arms, <laughs> like like in what like what they do in Wakanda with the Bucky. Give him the, give him that arm. But um, Patrick Wilson of the. Film. Um, I don't like. I don't like that award in this movie. I'm gonna be so generic. I'm gonna have to say Gunnar Hansen. I think some of some of the acting with these characters were so bad. Again, it's a it's a 70s horror film, low budget, but I think just the just the stunt acting, the stunt you know usage of Gunnar Hansen as as Leatherface. His body mannerisms, 
his body language. I think I think it has to go to Gunnar Hansen for me as Leatherface. Hmm. If I couldn't choose Leatherface, uh, you can choose the director. I'll <laughs> choose director. I'll choose uh, the hitchhiker. There you go. I like that. He sets the tone for the film straight from the beginning. It's a good one. I love that uh, the scene where he's like, where the the cook he's like trying to be a badass, whatever. It's like I'm in charge, but uh, the uh, hitchhiker is like, oh, it, well, the people that do all the work is it's it's me and uh, <laughs> their face over here. I know this is a weird comparison, but some people might watch this or listen to this you know, review and be like, you know, that's pretty fucking creepy or cool. I'm going to compare the hitchhiker to Heath Ledger's Joker. Because he's, he's almost at that point where he's like, he's so fucking crazy. I'm going to use a line from the dark Knight where he's like, you know, if I catch a car, I wouldn't know what to do with it. I'm like a dog catching a car. You kind of get that same feeling of watching the hitchhiker. Like he almost catches the, the guys in the beginning of the van but it's like he's so close he doesn't know what to do with him. You know, and it's I don't know. That I thought about that scene today when I was watching the film, when I was watching uh The Hitchhiker. I'm like, I kind of see some mannerisms of Heath Ledger's Joker in there. I don't know if, you know, Heath Ledger watched this movie or thought about any of that before he played the Joker, but I was just like, like kind of some similarities there. I don't know. Just a thought. As far as side characters, where do you rank them? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I haven't seen part three yet, but um, as far as like family brothers, um, Hitchhiker, Shop Top, and uh, what's Matthew McConaughey's character, the Wilbur, right? Uh, if I had the, the the side characters, you talking about Hitchhiker, Bill Mosley? I can't really remember the one from three, and then Matthew. I would have to say Hitchhiker is a is a one. Bill Mosley's a three, and I gotta put Matthew McConaughey at two. Yeah. Hmm. Because even without the Hitchhiker being as good as he is, I think the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre would still be pretty epic if they put somebody else in there. Next generation is gonna be complete dog shit without Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> So he's more important to that movie, I think, than anybody else is to their franchised movie. But I think I still think Hitchhiker has to be one. What about you? Hmm. It's good. It's, uh... Hmm. We're talking about, like someone who can do the most damage. I think Matthew McConaughey could probably do the most um just how crazy he was <laughs> just weird. um bill mosley is more the comedic he's like a just a toned up version of actually the hitchhiker yep he's like a just a toned up version oh yeah and i quote <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll, uh, I'll screw it. I'll put McConaughey's character at one. Um, 
two would be Hitchhiker and three would be Shop Top. Yeah. Seems pretty fun. It was a fun review. I really enjoyed talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre today. So this is it. This is the end of the world. <laughs> this. We should... Oh, you in? What shirt are you wearing? Uh, Dead Center Film Festival. The festival shirt. Festival shirt. Represent. Yeah. They get a little fish shirt or Matthew McConaughey shirt. Yeah. I need a Matthew McConaughey shirt. So. Yeah, that's pretty much been this today's uh, review. Um, it's always a fun time on here with you, Juan. Um, <clears throat> can't wait, man. Can't wait. <laughs> this is uh, how do I how do I break it? <laughs> break it down. Break it down. Uh, you're probably thinking like, uh, "Well, this is the part where you uh, you uh, you get to pick review. the next one, the next one, the next one." Yes, but unfortunately, I think I'm. It's, it's kind of awkward <laughs> considering that the others never actually gone on on stream to say it. But um, when it comes down to it, I'm I'm gonna step down from the the channel uh not no no negative thing um it's just that I, I i feel like i need to i need a break kind of just do my own thing so uh it's not it's not goodbye it it's, i guess it's that's see you later type of thing even though i i do plan on appearing on friday stream friday but, stream 9 p.m. Yeah. I wanted to give a proper um, send-off, I guess. So this is it for season four? You're talking about we'll, we'll take like a little hiatus, a little break, and you come back for season five? Well, maybe some guest appearances, but as far as a, a full-on host, no. I think Fuentes will be back around January time. It's, yeah. You know, it's it's always good for everybody. You know, uh, myself included, sometimes we go so hard at work personally or we go so hard on other projects and other things. Um, you don't want to get burnt out. It's especially if it's something you love, like horror movies. Um, you know, no matter where you do a review at or no matter where you do a podcast, it's, you know, I think it's always important to take a break enjoy some uh some you time we don't always talk about horror movies at another time you know never want to never want to get burnt out always want to put your yourself first and uh you know take a take a little chill pill so the holidays are coming up cold season's coming up covid probably coming back at some point you know you never oh, know boy. you might you might want to I mean, same thing with me you know take a take a ride take a sit back and just kind of enjoy you know the next few weeks about what what's about to happen personally you know holidays stuff like that so um like nick said you know it's 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 not goodbye um i guess we'll we'll see you later um so yeah you know it's been fun doing these uh doing these these horror movies with you every week 
whether it's on UHD or uh, Friday the 14th right here, uh, it's 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 a it's always a fun. It's, it's something I look forward to every Wednesday. So, like you said, we'll see you later. So, but if you want, what? To, <laughs> um, that's ah. a good. Let's go. Ah, but if you want to follow me, uh, you can follow me at the four K bad guy. Uh. I'll see if I can update some stuff on there or whatever. You want to follow me? <laughs> um, you can follow my, my lovely co-host over here. Yeah. Follow. The Buzzards. The Buzzards. Um, Instagram, at Friday14podcast, UHD. Like Nick said, at the 4K bad guy. Um, you can follow anything I post social media-wise or podcast-wise at Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Um Big, big month coming up for us. I mean, we have uh, Denzel Washington month coming up. Three Denzel Washington movies in four weeks. And so then we get to talk Wakanda forever, Black Panther 2. Um, so I think it's going to be fun. Some giveaways, um, some sexy talk, you know. Sexy I talk. Sexy talk. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, December for me is so huge and so girthy. We, you know, talking about Titanic, it's got to be girthy. So I'm, I'm looking forward to December to close out the year. Uh, the very last episode of the year for me is going to be uh, a top five plus five, Den the best of Denzel Washington. So it's something we've just been building and building and building up all year. So I think it's going to be pretty fun. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. Nick, as always, great conversation for you. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the OG, the original, Leatherface, Gunnar Hansen. Uh, Thank you always for letting me come onto this uh, YouTube channel and this podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on, coming all over this, this stream. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, you get to send it off. Take I get, us home. I get to take you home. Well, it's been fun. Uh, just be on the lookout. Uh, Maybe not now, but sometime I'll be back at it. It's the ultra. Hook him. <laughs>